0: Hello, and welcome to the Interior Design Podcast. This is episode three, and today we have got James Lewis coming in from Sunbury Fabrics to educate us about upholstery fabric. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a quick catch up for the week first. Yeah, see what's um, been going on. Just me and Cheryl before we bring James in, because I think he's out, I think he's waiting outside, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cheryl.
1: You've been on holiday! I've been on holiday for two weeks, which was lovely, Um, and now back straight into the thick of it. So, I am, yeah, currently working on a um, project in London, um, which is a salon. Um, So that's exciting. I've done all of the kind of legwork before I went away, drafts, general arrangements and stuff, but now I will kind of get into the nitty gritty of it really. So yeah, I've got that one to to sink my teeth in, but um, what about you? oh god we're so busy
0: um, Chinese floating restaurant in Canary Wharf mm. I'm project managing it I'm not designing it um, they've asked all me all of the to, plans in Chinese oh god, all the plans are in Chinese and we've had to translate them all and I thought oh yeah that'll be easy I'll just put it through a translation document Google trans oh. No, it's not been as easy as that. No. Um, so we had to go into CAD and, and edit every single annotation Jesus. on a, probably about a hundred drawings. Wow! <laughs> I was like, oh, it wasn't quite. So aware that's just project that management is, you're doing on that yeah. one, is it? Yeah. Um but the um the other jobs that we're doing, we're doing some really cool projects in central London at the moment. We've got three, um, all owned by one person that are all really cool high end places. Mm-hmm. We've got one that's um right near Liverpool Street, which has got five floors and they just wanna redo the whole thing nice. with Andrea's. Mm-hmm. Um and it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be like a garden inside on the ground floor and then it's gonna be sort of going up into like this beautiful teal oh That's beautiful. Amazing. So, I've done all the mood boards, and as you know, I love Love a mood board. (laughs) board. So, I've got my favourite bit done. Now, I've got to do all the the hard work. Um, So, yeah, um, I'm just loads of different things. I'm project managing a little cafe in Litchfield designed it about two years ago yeah. and it's still going on. It's um, usually the way isn't it? Nearly finished, but the list we're doing listed it's a listed building so it's taking mm. ages. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I've got a residential in Mersey. Oh amazing. really cool. She's lovely. Bling, I
1: just got um so I think I might have mentioned in previous episodes that um I was helping out a friend with their extension and so it's all done and they're officially moved back in so i popped around there a couple of days ago just to kind of see you know to see it kind of in all its glory oh is it all finished completed completely done pretty much yeah 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 and they've got you know they're starting to put all their furniture back in and all of their pictures going back up on the walls and it just makes like it i yeah it just makes my heart like I just feel really proud I'm just really proud of it and they love it and it's just nice it's so nice when a project takes you know I mean they've been that build's been going on for about a year but the actual project's probably been bubbling for a good couple of years I've been involved with it with them Um, and it's just so nice to get in and see you know their stamp on it and all of their stuff going back in and just how happy they are being in there you know like using the kitchen using the space how it was supposed to be used Mm -hmm. and It just makes me so happy. It makes me really, really happy. You should be really proud. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's really cool.
0: Cool. So, yeah, so we're going to go and get James. Yes. And And let's learn about um, some upholstery
1: and some sunbury fabrics. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: James Hello
2: Hayley, how are you?
0: <laughs> welcome to the Interior Design Podcast Thank
2: you, I'm delighted to be on Aww.
0: How are you? I'm
2: good, I'm good, disappointed about how wet the summer's been oh. uh, It's been very depressing But yeah, I'm good, I'm good In my quiet month, August is always quiet for us So it's mm. perfect time for me to come along ah, yeah. so Everyone's on holiday, aren't they? I know, mm. and also the mill shut down yeah. the, All the supplies are closed So it's, it's a very quiet month for us So yeah. this is a welcome break from the monotony that's for sure. yeah. welcome welcome thank you for having me i'm really excited so have
0: you been on holiday this year yet?
2: not yet we i'm going um in two weeks three weeks for my anniversary first anniversary to mm. italy Aww, for three nice. nights which will be lovely oh, nice. and then it's my dad's 60th and he's taking us all to portugal for a week oh wow well. eight of us thanks dad with couples yeah yeah first family holiday in a while so we'll see how that goes, <laughs> um, which would be nice, yeah. But apart from that, no, no, not yet, not yet, not uh, luxury, not leisure, anyway. James, hello. Hello, Hayley. What are you?
0: Um, what are you going to educate designers about
2: today? Oh, so about fabrics. I don't really think I should do anything more than fabrics. I don't really know much else about. I know what I sell, which so is you, a good you, thing. You work for Sunbury Fabrics. I work for Sunbury Design. yes. Sunbury Design. Sunbury Design. Did it used to be called Sunbury? Fabrics? No, it was called Lewis and Co. Fabrics Limited, which is that right. still our official name? Mm-hmm. And then we were called Sunbury Fabrics, as well. Lewis and Co. For Sunbury Fabrics. So we started in 1947, 1948, I should say. And the building it was in was called Sumbury House, which is why yeah. the Sumbury name comes from. And then we switched to Sumbury Design before I worked before I worked for the company about fifteen, ten, fifteen years ago. Because... Have you worked for the company for fifteen years? No, I've worked for the company seven years. I was gonna say, we, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You <laughs> were my first ever call though. Really? Did you know that? I no way. That. Oh I was, no, no, I remember. I was. Years. You were my first ever ever visit as a customer. Oh my god. Yeah, and I left wanting to quit. No. Uh, <laughs> These came just, that's when you did your like the supplier desires. days. Do you remember? Yeah, you did all your supply, whole day, The he? whole I supplier days. So I had like oh, an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah but I do remember you ordering me loads load, load of samples. I was like, oh, this job's easy. All these designers, they love it. And uh, it's not always that easy. But no, so I worked for seven years. And yeah, we changed we changed to Sunbury Design um, about 10, 15 years ago because it sounds more in keeping with the market we work in. Hmm. And we work with the hospitality design industry. So the Sunbury Design part where it comes from so yes
0: so it's very niche
2: what the fabric world yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the hospitality yeah. The design, hospitality design industry. industry is quite niche there are lots of different regulations and something you don't really think about until you work in it mm. it's uh, you don't really think about the chairs you sit on until you work in that industry or mm. the curtain in your hotel room for example mm-hmm. until later and then all the regulations and all sorts of things
0: so you um, just before you came on you were saying I was saying to you you know we want to teach interior design. Yeah, interior sure. design is something, and, and like a little bit like a CPD. Yeah. Um. And you were like, no, we don't call it CPD. We call it lunch and learn. <laughs> well, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> so what well, I, I know, out there, I know in the do. workspace industry, which we don't do loads in, they do use them. They do say see CPDs a lot more.
0: It's like architectural. Really, yeah. It's more it? of an
2: architect, which is why it's got into the workspace environment because they do a lot of architectural stuff. But in the hospitality side, it's generally lunch and learns. That's what they call it. I guess it's less formal. And it comes over from the States, because in the States they do big things on Lunch and Learns. They love a Lunch and Learn out there, which is... And obviously we follow we follow America, generally. You,
0: you pay £500 pounds for lunch. $500, 100. which is basically
2: 500 quid now, isn't it? Um So, yeah, when I go out to the States and host Lunch and Learns there, there are... You have to... The big design agencies or big... Uh, cruise liners who we work with, they they have approved suppliers, so you can only work with these suppliers, and it's generally around five hundred dollars. Yeah. Jeez. So um, oh, that's cool. it's cool. It's good fun. It's tiring, but it's very very good fun. Do you fun. get out to America? I go. I've started since COVID. I didn't really go before COVID. So since in the last eighteen months, I've gone four or five times for work. I'm going again in October. Yeah, it's fun. It's, um, but you're not on when you're on your own, not with your family. It can be a bit can be a bit lonely, mm. Mm. but every day is different. At least you're not sitting in an office all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. exactly. It is a perk of the job. Yeah. It is a perk of the job. So, so
0: what are you going to teach interior design? So I will
2: talk about uh, the regulations of fabrics. So uh, durability, fire rating you need, um, those sort of things, really. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, try and teach. So <laughs> over, to <laughs> you, over
0: to you, James. Okay. To, do you... To teach us, teach us.
2: So, um, with fab, um, hospitality fabrics, which is what our bag is in, um, every upholstery fabric has to be something called Crib 5, which is the fi- uh, fire rating. Um, it ensures that the fabric is durable enough and um, has a back coating on it that stops the fire from spreading sufficiently, and you need that in a hospitality environment. Because of when there's kitchens and things like that, and more people, so those are the, that's the legal requirement for that.
0: So just um just to explain, mm. so BS five eight five two yeah is c- called cigarette and match. Cigarette and match, which, which is, is domestic. That's domestic. Best
2: do- so for domestic fabrics, you only need cigarette and match, um, uh, but for hospitality, you need. Um, crib five Yes, yeah, so that's two, two
0: different tests
2: Yep, yeah, two different so tests so cigarette
0: match is a cigarette and a match, match test, test yeah. in a lab yeah and then a crib five test is a tiny little wooden crib
2: do my job for me correct sorry darling no but <laughs> excellent you're just saying it much better than i am um but that's basically what happens yeah yeah um so they are two completely different tests generally crib five is obviously higher than cigarette match so you don't it is accepted in this in the domestic world as well so if your stuff is crib five it can also be used in the domestic environment but if your stuff is not crib five and it's only cigarette match you have to get it treated up Mm, to cigarette match which is why
1: and you need that from a building control perspective don't you yeah so legality yeah legality yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah. I mean and things have got a lot tighter since Grenfell as well I mean we only ever supply crib five stuff anyway Mm. but um, I, I think the industry has got much stricter since then um, the fire uh, this fire officers are much much yeah. hotter on it yeah. quite rightly mm, yeah, obviously um, but yeah everything we supply is group 5 uh, as standard it's yeah. not a mark because it's not worth us it's quite costly to stock two different types of things so um, we can still supply into the domestic market which is originally what the company used to do Yeah, we used to do home stuff um, but uh, the domestic the contract market is our main bag about 85% of it Mm -hmm. I'll I'll turn over. Yeah, Um, and then rub tests. Yes. Do you got any questions about rub tests before I begin on that? There's Martindale. That is Martindale. Is there another one? So Martindale is the UK standard. Uh, which is the basically they put it on a machine and it, and it goes up and down up and down And is it not a figure 8? that is the Wiesenbeck ah. which is the, what they use in America they call them Wiesenbeck that's the figure of 8 Martindale is the ch- ch-
1: back. backwards. Backwards, and backwards and forwards
2: yeah. backwards and forwards and
1: each Martindale stroke is like forwards and back is yeah. it forwards and yeah. back is yeah. Yeah, one that's rub?
2: Ru- oh that's a good question actually I believe so Yes. Yeah. yeah that, yes and it will go with a textured weave it will it will fail. The rub test will end when three when three break. Three weaves break. So, I mean, don't have a camera here, but if you see our key code uh, book there, mm-hmm. that makes forty five thousand rubs. Um, and it'll go back and forth and when three go, that is when the fabric has Okay. Uh, well not failed, but yeah. that is the end of the rub test. Yeah. Um, with plainer fabrics it's a little tougher to see, it's when it loses colour or it starts to this there's, there's notable signs of wear, which is why plain fabrics generally have a higher rub test than textured fabrics because there's less wrong risk for the fabric to go wrong on yeah. mm-hmm. so uh, but the con- severe contract minimum use is 40,000 rubs but generally in our industry you don't we don't generally sell stuff less than 45,000 and even now it's getting higher and higher and higher we sell things
1: that are a quarter cool of a million there's, there's products out there that's yeah. like 250,000 yeah. so rubs so we sell
2: three, four product, uh, three products that are 250,000 rubs it's insane isn't it um, I think yeah.
1: also that um, you know, when people think of rub count, I mean, it, you instantly think of, of, you know, in the design industry, you think of rub count as being when the product, when the when the fabric fails, fails and yep. breaks. But actually, as you just pointed out, with some of the plainer, um, less heavy weight yep. fabrics, it isn't just about the product failing; it's about loss of color, yep. um, sh- the, the kind of the stretch, just the wear yeah, the and tear, wear, exactly. and things.
2: Yeah, which. Yeah, basically. I
1: think I, I mean I think it's such an important point that rub counts on fabrics because I think a lot of people, a lot of designers, maybe don't give it, it the thought that it actually so, really needs. So
2: it is important. I think they can be a bit misleading at times because stuff can be forty thousand rubs and that is absolutely fine. Like it's it's like more than fine, um, and it will perform just as well potentially as a quarter of a million rub test. And also you know if you're in a hotel or a restaurant it's getting refurbed if it's if it's a high volume place it's getting refurbed yeah, fairly regularly so yeah. there's not even enough time yeah. for that fabric to even get to the point but where it fails but that's something that's something I mean,
1: that that needs to be considered when selecting the right yeah. the right fabric for the for the job in terms of what that life cycle of yeah. the the design yeah. is in yeah. terms of okay well you know how long are we talking before potentially and, there's a and there's where a it's in. being
2: used? If you're using it on a if you're using it on a seat pad, that's obviously going to get far more yeah, use than a back of a chair. A back of a chair could literally last forever, mm. Be- especially on the outer back. It's yeah, never is. it's never going to get any sort of. Mm. It might get if it's in a restaurant. I guess you might have people like w- rubbing their hands on it or mm. wiping when you're pulling out the chair. Yeah, or maybe a, a waiter spills a drink over it or something like that. But that's the worst it's ever going to get. Obviously, a seat pad takes a lot more sort of abuse. Not abuse, just a lot more well, durability. Wear, yeah. Yeah, 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 more, yeah, more wear. So you've got to consider that, which is why generally designers like yourselves will go for a faux leather on the seat pad and then the decorative on the back. On the back. I quite
0: often use it because a lot of the decorative fabrics you can get are or sort of 30,000, 40,000 rocks, yeah. and actually putting that I mean, on the back of a chair is fine, it, isn't it? it, it and you can, get, you can get some really cool Really designs, cool designs. Yeah. And that aren't very high, yeah. so you kind of go, oh, I want to use that, but actually if I just put it on the back, it'll be fine. Yeah,
2: because mm. yeah, it's not getting anything, there's nothing going to happen to it that's going to cause it to fail. Mm. Um, yeah, as I said, the only thing that's going to work, it might get stained, and as long as it's cleaned properly, mm. which is always an issue, then you're not going to have a problem. Yeah, so that's that. The late... The, um, more important thing that's arisen in the last few years is everything we supply nearly now has some sort of stain resistant finish on them, um, because of the requirements in the industry. They want they owners, you know, end users. Not even you guys; it's the, your clients want their stuff to be easy
0: to clean do you know what i've got a perfect example of that yesterday mm. and it was one of your fabrics actually Ooh. um excellent i can't remember which one it was it was one of the velvets madison. um oh, yeah. madison yeah. probably Normally. Did, you give, did you send me a madison recently uh, yeah everyone loves madison Green. so yeah 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 yeah. It um, was madison. and the client threw a glass of wine over the over oh, i told the you. yeah
2: yeah 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 um, and it bubbled on the top right no
0: well i don't know what happened initially but after a little while it mm. just disappears. yeah
2: so that's got, <laughs> and, and yeah. the guy
0: was like this is amazing this yeah. is, oh, he was like really worried about it yeah yeah yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. go and chuck a glass of wine over it mm. now and try it yeah and he did and he was like no that's fine that's so fine.
2: that's an example it's got a stain resistant finish on it so the the, uh, the it will just bubble on the top mm. although again you don't necessarily need any sort of stain resistance on polyester fabrics because polyester isn't designed to be cleaned really easily in mm. reality It'll be fine with just a cloth and soapy water, mm. but they—I suppose—clients want that extra security, that extra knowledge. So you've got to make it yeah, essentially bomb-proof. Um, yeah, not bomb-proof because we can't protect against bombs. But uh, <laughs> hopefully, we—hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll don't let, you say know. bombs. I'm going to say on Friday. In, interesting, interesting <laughs> story about that. Uh, we, um, you know, remember when there was those Salisbury poisonings? You remember the oh, nucle- yeah, 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 yeah 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 the yeah. poisonings in Salisbury. So they put a photo on the, of the restaurant it happened in, and one of the, in the photo was one of our fabrics. And I was like, do do we uh, are we against nuclear waste? Can it, can it <laughs> protect against nuclear waste? Yeah. So I don't know if that was the answer. I'm sure. I'm sure they removed that fabric. fabric. I, I would protecting against nuclear <laughs> waste. I, I would have advised them to remove that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a very important point. Any sort of stain resistance. Our sort of revolutionary one was our Aquaclean, which is one of th- which is one of these. With the coolest thing about the Aqua Clean was that it is the stain resistance is built into the yarn of the fabric. So a lot, the vast majority of our products that. Have the stain resistance, it's made, it's added after the fabric is made.
1: So the fabric is, wo- is woven and then the and then, product is applied over yeah, the top. Yeah, of exactly. Whereas on AquaClean, are you saying that the weave itself is treated? Yeah, the yarn, it, the, yeah, before the, it's- the treatment,
2: the technology is, okay. is injected into the yarn in effect. Okay. And that's what's so revolutionary about it. And what's great about it, you only need to clean it with cloth and water. So it'll take out biro, it'll take out coffee, it'll take out ketchup, it'll even take out European Sharpie.
0: So I think the most famous brand of like coating is like teflon
2: teflon, teflon yeah and um scotch guard yeah scotch guard so, yeah how
0: does that compare to those kind of things it's it, yeah uh, well
2: it aqua is the fact it's not a coating that's the, that's that's yeah, the beauty that's, of yeah. it it's it's a, so that
0: yeah those yeah. scotch guard and teflon are coatings are coatings
2: on top yeah which oh, okay. are great so they perform better. brilliantly i, I did out better it's it's part of the fabric yeah. so whereas they there's a, i mean not now i mean much more you know more modern versions of these stuff last a lot longer but yeah the idea is the fabric it won't go wear off because it's part of the fabric mm. it is literally in the yarn of the fabric and it's very green because you need to clean it with water there's no other chemicals needed to clean it with um, and yeah it takes out biro which is really cool so when we do exhibitions you've seen my trick you can you get people to draw their name on we get bring a sample people write their name in biro and we can take it out with a cloth and water mm-hmm. so it's a it was a real revolutionary thing in the market I didn't uh, it, we launched it just before I started but you know we were getting all just left, right, and centre. And even now our Napa range, which
0: I think mm, yes. Nappas everywhere isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
2: everyone loves Napa. It's still our second or third best seller and it's mm. been out for 10, 10 years plus. Mm. It's just constantly. And that's caught for a million rubs actually. Mm. So yeah, that's the that's, that's your faux leather, isn't it? No, no it's, it's like, a, like a faux suede. Oh I
1: know, I know. Yeah. I know. yeah. It's like it a Jane? bob
2: it's like a bobble effect. Uh, where is
0: yeah.
2: it? There you go. I knew I'd seen it. Oh
0: yeah. 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 So
2: it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful range. Um, I I
0: um specify some of that on Forest Holidays products. Ah, you remember? Ah
2: yes, I do Years remember. Ago. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um and yeah, I mean I I went into a care home a few mm. few weeks ago and they had it on everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. all the chairs and mm. it's it's just it's a really durable fabric.
2: It will last forever. <laughs> well, not forever, but <laughs> it's really
1: authentic as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think that's that's what the, so, got. the nice thing about I think the Sunbury range is that they're um you know on things like this faux suede and the faux leathers they're they're you can't re- I mean really you can't tell the difference can you
2: No I mean we do sell leather as well but people don't I mean people just don't buy leather as much as they used to anyway mm. so that's where our faux leathers and our faux suede's come in a lot more
1: And so on the nappa and some of your other products so mm. you know, the Aquaclean isn't across the board on your range No is it? we
2: have 9 ranges where we have Aquaclean um there's more coming out um what so one, well one's coming out very soon then potentially two or three more coming out next year um, no, it's not one because it's one supplier. You don't, you never want to be tied to one supplier mm. because it's it's always a risk as for a business. You spread you spread your risk really, and a lot you know every supplier has offers something different. So Aqua Clean, obviously, is fantastic. They produce great products, and it's one of our better probably meal we do the most with. But then we've got our Madison. Where we, That, that mill we supply, who supply all of our recycled fabrics oh. from.
0: I've, got, from I've written recycled. We
2: are bringing out a recycled aqua clean soon as well. Oh. So uh, yeah, mm. watch this space. That should be cool. Um, oh, yeah, let, I, put reci- I can see I've that. I've written recycled, yeah, on recycled. On them, recycled, so I know. We're get, going we're to gonna get little tags soon, which, which will make it clearer that it's recycled. So that, that yeah. So surely
1: just the colour of the holder. If you change that to a green or something. So yeah, you know, we, that's something then. we're
2: going to look into to make it clearer. Uh, what it is so yeah recycled products are becoming much more of a thing in the industry um i don't know if you get asked it by clients a lot
1: well we touched on this um a couple of weeks ago when we had um lewis in didn't we from grower we were talking he was talking about kind of cradle to cradle mm. with them um, the grower product you know it's important i think and more more and more people are just becoming you know very aware of it as they should be yeah
2: absolutely so. um Yeah, I mean, so we only offer the recycled element right now. It's very difficult to have a recyclable contract fabric once you upholster it and it's put on the foam and all of that. Yeah,
1: stuck with glue sometimes. And the product's being treated, you know. There's there's, there's that, I guess, to to take into
2: account. So, yes, exactly. I mean, we've tried to eliminate as many sort of negative elements of the fabric, even with recycled. So, I mean, it's collected from plastic bottles, uh, normally route near ocean waste by a brand it 's a brand called reprieve Reprieve is a huge American brand if you go on their website you'll see they uh, their main market is clothing, but they also now ventured into sort of upholstery and curtaining fabric as well um, and they, I mean their they're, they're clients people like nike uh, everyone you, you probably have some clothing which is reprieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so they collect it anyway, so it's turned into the polyester fabric that we then supply to you so guys.
0: Reprieve do they collect stuff from the yeah. ocean? If you
2: go on their website, it's Wicked. R E P R E V E, it's around the ocean, around ocean waste. It's really, really cool. And actually, on their website, you'll see they've got um, like a countdown of how ma- of how many bottles they're recycling at one time really really cool Mm -hmm. um and then so then that's what you get out of our products but then we've also gone that little bit step further we've made sure the crib five element of the fabric is halogen free and halogen is like a chemical which is generally has been used to make things Crib Five because you can stick it on the fabric and it doesn't burn to 2000 degrees Mm -hmm. it's cheap very very good and very very obviously fire retardant but it's not particularly good for the environment Mm -hmm. so we've removed that but we've still made it crib five um, our stain resistant treatment on it doesn't have any purofluoride carbons in it.
0: What is a purofluoride carbon so mean? it's
2: um it's like a colorless like not it's a colourless chemical it's not flamm- flammable which is why again it's used in on soil and stain treatments in fabric but it's not very good for the environment um and so it but it's very good it's very quick it's very reactive to to taking out stains so we've had, we've removed that and we've still got the stain resistant finish on them. So that that's where we're going and we'll add it to eventually to all of our, all of our other products as well okay. so that's this that's the main thing recycled products at the moment are slightly more expensive than because there's not the high demand for it as there is for normal ones but I'd imagine in the next five to ten years recycled elements will be like a, a what crib 5 is now or what 40,000 rubs is now mm. it will be a it will be a requirement in the mm. industry um, there has to be some sort of recycled element. There's no virgin yarn in your fabric.
1: Yeah.
2: Or not not, not, not 100% virgin yarn. I'm sure there will be a requirement that's got to be 30 or 40% yeah. recycled.
1: And rightly so, I think. As the
2: world burns, yeah. we've got to do something, yeah, right? definitely. We've got to. So, um, yeah, we'll try and do our little our little steps. It's very difficult. Because um, then you don't always know what happens. I mean, for, for for fabric suppliers, for furniture manufacturers, for designers, you don't know what's going to happen to the re- the, ho- the chairs in that restaurant or the headboards in that hotel after five, six years, is the are the owners just going get, to get rid of it all and put it in a skip and send it to landfill? You sort of lose that control over it. Mm. So I guess there'll be, have to be bigger regulations, maybe on like the people with the real money, which are the owners, the people, the, the hotel owners yeah. and the restaurant owners who will have to recycle things a lot better. Um,
0: I, I think that, that there's a lot of, there's a lot of trouble reusing old furniture mm-hmm. and reusing, yep. including the upholstery, even if the upholstery Which is actually good. very
2: expensive. It's very like that's the, always the problem that comes across. People, even on the domestic side, you can you've got your old sofa. It's cheaper to bin it and go and buy a new one. So yeah, I can't obviously I won't go into the, the actual our actual pricing is, but um, that that soars down that velvet you were looking at. That's a decently priced velvet. It's what it is but it's 6 pounds a meter more than our Madison Velvet okay um which is our best seller mm-hmm. uh, and not recycled mm-hmm. and we can offer Madison in a recycled element now for 300 meter minimums but that the price would then increase mm-hmm. um but I think it's already it's already sort of starting to merge and there's not too much difference now uh between the old to between I think and I think in two or three years I don't I think it'll be very it'll be negligible it'll be standard, more, it yeah is. more people will use it so that, you know there's less expense buying buying the actual yarn for the, for the mills and things like that
0: I think that there is some onus on upholsterers to label the furniture really really well and because yeah. I think that there's a it, there's a labeling system in domestic where Mm. you have to have a label don't you oh yeah 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 you have to have the commercial don't necessarily yeah that's a good point actually and actually if if our postures and manufacturers were to to put something mm. permanent on the bottom of a chair yeah. saying this is crib five. I'm
2: surprised there's not there's not that requirement when you think it's gotta be in it a home. A yeah, yeah, but I've seen be, a, I've seen yeah. so many
0: much furniture in pubs and restaurants, which I, I know, know are crib five or they well, it's know. of course I mean well you, I know it's crib five
2: because it's I can see it's either our fabric or a competitor of our fabric who only do crib five as well. Yeah. So you know it's crib five, but yeah, yeah but how does no actual, actually yeah. know? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. actually
0: when you're when you're recycling something, if you're selling chairs that are upholstered, you have to make sure that they are compliant and if there's no label no
2: it's tricky on right. the chair that's yeah. a
0: permanent fixture you ha- you don't know no. you can't prove it so you therefore have yeah. to re upholster it and then you have to throw it away absolutely so i think that, that there is an onus on upholsterers to make sure Isn't that yeah. things it's are the... labelled really well mm. so then if if you have got a chair that's not worn out mm-hmm. and it's the right colour you don't have to re yeah. it and you can just use it mm. yeah.
2: yeah absolutely I just needed to put that point in no, there. no no i agree it's completely really
0: valid
1: really valid i think
2: yeah but yeah no you're right it's um Budget still dictates everything, um, especially now. In fact, with the cost of living crisis, mm. and you know, energy. I mean energy bills have dropped thankfully in the last few months, but generally, energy bills um, budgets are tighter than they were. Clients yeah. don't have the money to spend. Yeah. Interest rates, they like don't have the money to spend. They did, well, I don't even know. Seven. They so, still got the same amount of money. Pre, that they haven't got, pre-war, up, pre-COVID, yeah. pre—you know, pre-everything before the world went crazy so everything has changed um yeah i mean the, mar- the pr- our pricing structure has changed everything has risen our cheap fabric is now what our our cheap costing fabric is now what our medium to high costing fabric used to be yeah. just is and it also supply you know it's not just our sale i speak to our competitors we're all in the same boat mm. it is what it is um uh people have people are slowly accepting they've got to pay more now mm. Um, you still get some people who don't understand the pricing, but that is what it is, I'm afraid.
0: I'm hoping it's going to level out now. I think it is. So last years. year we had
2: four price increases in a year. Normally we have one to two max. This year we've only had one, and there doesn't seem to be any on the board just yet. Mm. So I hope so, because it's it's a nightmare, as, especially as someone trying to sell a fabric. I give a price, and then two or three months later that price is invalid. Where in the past we might have been able to maintain our previous price, whereas last year we just couldn't. If our suppliers putting their product price up 15 percent, we're not making any money if we don't mm. then sell it on yeah. at the right price. Yeah. Mm. And same as you guys though, with what you're charging for your design work.
0: Mm.
2: You know, if you're you know everything's costing more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A lot more. So we're we gonna go for a little break now. <gasps> <Do-do-do>. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. See you after the break.
2: Big my, big smart job is bloody driving.
1: Yeah.
2: Which uh, my mileage, eighty-five thousand miles I've done in my car. So,
0: I love, yeah. I love driving.
2: We'll all be automated soon, won't it? We? We'll be driverless oh. cars. Oh
0: my god, I can't wait yeah, until I too. can have a driverless car yeah. <laughs> and do some uh, work or while just, I'm like, in the car. I feel like I'm wasting my time when I drive. Yeah. I always get the train Also, it's so
2: like, it's so tiring as well, like you, concentrating on the driving. But once it becomes driverless. I think I'll be a while off. Really It'd be like cool. sitting
0: on a train, won't
2: it? Yeah, my car is in the motorway. Actually, can be almost driverless. I can put it in cruise control, and I can put it in lane control. What so car it'll you stay got. Rav Four. So it'll stay in the lane. But if you take your hand off the wheel after like three or four seconds, it like has a shit fit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what are you doing? <laughs> like you doing
2: what you're doing? So you've got to like keep your hands. What's
1: hand a Rav really? Four? Toyota.
2: Toyota. Toyota. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know
1: how I feel about driverless cars. I'm very old Why? school. I'm just really old. Did you school. know I did
2: a speed awareness course recently? Naughty drivers course, and they told us ninety-seven percent or something ridiculously high like that of crashes are down to driver error.
0: Oh god! Yeah. When, when does, we, get we so yeah,
2: when you think course, about that, when you think about that, how many? So much safer, and you'll get to places quicker because generally traffic is caused by idiots. I would say
0: because there's crashes.
2: Yeah, because there's crashes. You don't agree? I you're disagree. Against, you're against the new world, are you? I am. <laughs> yeah,
1: I am. I don't like
2: it. One thing I wouldn't do, I couldn't imagine getting on a pilotless plane. That would freak me out a bit.
0: Well, would you already do, really, because they've got. They all are, I know, I know, they're yeah, I know, but they're, the they're co- <laughs> they literally are.
2: But there's like the comfort of knowing if shit hits the fan, they're there. Oh,
1: yeah. Do
2: you know what I mean? I'm not a great flyer. No, I'm not. a great Which is not flyer. great, considering how much flying I do for my job. So when I was um, but, when we
1: went to France a couple of weeks ago with Thea, my daughter's eight did you drive. Was, no, we, we flew and climb. then picked up high car no. at the airport and drove. And um she said to me on the flight, literally we're about to take off as she went I think today's gonna be the day. I was what like day? What day? For what? She was like, Well they have to uh well, they have to use the the slides. And I was like Thea <laughs> Don't say don't say shit like that. And I was like, well, I mean it is Ryanair. Well, also, also, also tra- they charge for everything. Kids, like if, kids, if yeah, you yeah. have to get on the slide they're charging you yeah. fifty quid per person. To save your to life. Get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's an extra. Also
2: Just <laughs> 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 does she realise the slide doesn't go down like thirty five thousand feet? <laughs> I'm <laughs> all, goes... And I'm not a
1: good flyer, so I was like no, I'm I'm not... <laughs> I managed to talk her down, it I was had fine. A
2: terrible... When I went when I went travelling before I joined Sunbury. Went, uh, backpacking for three or four months. I was flying to Australia, and we were flying. A uh, stop was in Singapore, and we went through. It must have been a storm or something. It was gotta be like, two of the worst hours of my life. We were like banging, and Ugh, it was just like awful. And I was on my own. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna die on my oh, own, surrounded surrounded by own. strangers.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But I got there safe and sound. You made it. So made I was it. obviously being very dramatic. So
1: I find it easier flying on my own because I'm like you know what will be, no, will be I get
2: I get really bored I have to but like, have something to distract me
1: When I was in my
0: 20s we used to go to China and Asia a lot and I was oh, this when did, you did that when, when I yeah, used yeah, to work yeah, for yeah. my dad can oh, we, we did I know
2: you then No, I knew no your you, dad. Knew, you knew my dad and you knew Ben as well right And Ben yeah, and yeah Ben but you didn't know yeah. you didn't know me No
0: um and you used uh, to China is that where you got most of your stuff Most really? of the stuff came from Asia oh, I didn't know we that. did we did import from Italy and mm. Romania as well but um a lot of it came from China yeah, and yeah. I was out there two or three times a year, but one, we used to do March, we used to do all the trade fairs. Trade, yeah, trade of course, fares, yeah, and yeah. We did. We used to do every year 14 flights in
1: three weeks. Jesus. And our, every
0: single flight I got on, I went, oh, I'm upping the odds. <laughs> <That laughs> I'm upping the odds. Yeah. And, and we, we used to get on China Air, which which is a shit air. Like, have you ever been on China? <laughs> so oh no, it's a funny God. story about so Australia, scary. when I
2: went to Australia. So I went. I went and met two of my friends who were traveling already. They'd been there for a year, and then six of our other friends all came out and met us for three weeks, and we all went up to the coast Australia oh, together, which was really amazing. great trip. But um, they all flew China Southern, and they just said it was like flying Ryanair, <laughs> eighteen hours on oh. Ryanair. Oh
1: no, I yeah, think I flew, it I
2: flew Singapore Air, which was great.
1: Oh amazing! Not
2: in economy, obviously, but yeah, it was still better than yeah China Southern.
0: Yeah, oh, man, the China China Air though. Oh my god, we were sat on a runway. With all these Chinese people, and, and you know the culture it's in funny Chinese. That. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Genius. <laughs> Actually, they're all English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, but the, the culture in Chinese is to be quite shouty. Like people get really shouty, yeah. and, and they're not necessarily being aggressive, they just, no, just no, 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 shout. No, 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 no. I um, come from a
2: shouty family. I'm oh, Jewish, oh, so we also <laughs> shout a lot.
0: <laughs> and Similar um, culture,
2: clearly. But
0: the. But we were sat on this plane, and we were on the runway for about two hours, oh, yeah, yeah. and all of these these guys were getting really irate, and mm. there was just like this—the noise level just was going up and up and up. And there was this like shitty plane; and it was all rickety, and yes, it was like yeah, creaking.
1: Me. And oh my, me, me and my dad were sitting there going, "Oh my god,
0: <laughs> what's going to happen? Oh, yeah. You've yeah. you got, you got
1: two hours to think about what's going to happen." <laughs>
2: mm. Well, from like a one-hour flight, probably wasn't it or something? I can't remember. Yeah. I, just I was just remember trying being to such a big country. It's like, yeah. Oh man. Oh God.
0: Should we talk about fabric?
2: <laughs> I don't know, I quite like the travelling the travelling vibe. It's a bit more interesting, isn't it? I mean fabric's great. I can talk about fabric all day long, mm. which I do, clearly. <laughs> but yeah. So, I don't know, trends. Have you what have you guys from a design perspective noticed from trends in the market? Fabric trends, cuz interesting what we we've oh, picked that's up. A question. Yeah. You didn't prepare us for that one. I know. <laughs> well, I'm sort of um, reversing it.
0: Fabric trends.
1: I'm stumped. Yeah. yeah because see, velvet you, right. has been
2: like back in for a very, very long time now. We sell so much velvet. Yeah, Just plain. I use a lot of velvet. Pl- yeah, exactly. Plain velvet. Um, but then boot clay has been like the new sort of. Yeah. Okay, tell me what
0: boot clay is. So it's like, it's like it's a, bobbly, a bobbly, bobbly type. It's is quite it? retro. It's a scandal. It's like a, it? like it? a yeah, Scandi yeah, type yeah. thing. like that.
2: Yes, uh, okay, sort yeah, of, but not really. A more than that. That's a bit. That's a bit too smooth. For, we've okay, got. We've got. So a I booklet. need to put
0: a link in the notes. We've got a boucle. Put the
2: link to our Leopold boucle. Okay.
0: Which collection. So Leopold boucle collection.
2: It's a recycled boucle. Oh, booklet. nice. Mm. It's cool, right? How do you spell booklet? boucle? B-O-U-C-L-E. B? Yes. Tell my mother's an English teacher. <laughs>
0: oh, I hate autocorrect. B O U C L E. Yeah. Link, in, by in, <laughs> Link so in the description. Note, note to self. Note to self. Ask James.
2: <laughs> Ask James. All samples. Get book. All the fabric. <laughs>
0: specify. Specify. Specify, specify. Specify, <laughs> specify summary. See, it rolls off the top. <laughs> so so Trends Bootclay.
2: Bootclay's been, yeah. I mean, it's uh, not just us. I mean, all of our competitors. I saw someone put on the other day on LinkedIn. I'm looking for a fabric company that doesn't have a new bootclay. Because we all have one. It's all, but it's the trend and everyone wants one. So, and then it's about us trying to offer, you know, slightly different colors to what our competitors offer and them trying to do the same thing. And, mm. But, um, and having the right stock and things like that. So, yeah, trends is, it's always hard to follow a trend because if you think you're getting on the trend, the trend can be done by the time you launch the, mm. launch so the I product. So,
1: I was going to say, when yeah. you kind of asked that question, I was thinking, oh my God, Gerald, <laughs> like, if so, if something's on trend, yeah. I try and avoid it.
2: Would well, you remember
1: at all costs? So when that's I, because you're a trendsetter. trendsetter. Oh, I don't know about that. when oh, you I think massive. I try. If someone says, "Oh, I really want to,"
2: so like the a, big the big thing before I started at Sunbury, I remember it was just it was just ending because when I first started on the job, people asked me if we offered it. Um, was hound the like the hound's tooth design? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was I know it was massive before we started. We never offered it. Um, and by the time I within like six months to a year of me starting no one was asking for it anymore it like completely sort of like died a death but for a time it was like the like the next big thing mm. and then we had like the polka dot spots Do you remember mm. that that was really in at one point we had that all on Costa Coffee but again that's all sort of died a death yeah. now it's hard with designs that's why we don't offer loads of patterns because they're more expensive to produce people generally will only use them once mm-hmm and then you don't get the volume you get out of them on planes. Yeah. So it's where you, that te- what you're sitting on there, that back of that chair, it's not ours, it's a competitor of ours. I won't say who it is, but uh, <laughs> I, I do know whose it is. Um, <laughs> it that, looks a
0: bit like your Kiko range. Exactly. It? it
2: looks like our Kiko range. That textured weave is very much in. We've got our, one of our recycled products like that called Zonda, which I think... Showed you before, very similar. The text that textured weaver feels like the next bit is where people like to go because they don't want completely paying but they're scared of going for pattern. So I feel like
1: mm-hmm. I think that the planes just have a bit more longevity, don't cool. they? You can with, like with anything, a that plane Also, yeah.
2: someone I had someone at Big Cruise Line explaining to me why they like going for planes because if if we if they buy a plane from us for a ship for, for three or four years and then they want to refurb it part of it and we don't have that plane anymore, they know we will either have an identical replacement. Okay. Or someone else will have a, something that's yeah, identical, yeah. so they don't have to worry then about refurbing the whole ship yeah. and you know causing an abs- mm. causing costing fortunes. Yeah. So bet. it's much safer. It's yeah, a much safer bet.
0: Patterns are more um, fashionable. Mm. So the, for example, I've just specified a plain on your um, velvet.
2: Yep, the source down. Yep.
0: Um a plain green, and then we've put a really. Beautiful, like patterns. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, sure. It's got loads of leaves and yeah, 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 yeah pigeons yeah, with, in it. Yeah. And 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 we've done that on the the curtains and on yeah. the cushions. Yeah. So the curtains and the cushions can be whipped off in two or three years when when that's yep. not in fashion anymore. And, and and that's what the client has asked for. And it for, doesn't cost it? them
2: a fortune to replace it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
2: Or like you know, for, if you're doing it on chairs for hours, if a chair breaks or three or four chairs break, and you need and we don't have that, that fab that plain fab we. We don't have that plain fabric anymore. It's fine. We'll probably have something identical to it,
0: or something that would complement. Something that complements it. Yeah. it. Whereas
2: if you've done it all in patterns, you've sort of fucked mm. because you've got to replace the whole thing with a brand new pattern, yeah. and everything's much more expensive. And from a design, so per- your client isn't happy with you either, I assume. Yeah. they if you're costing them more money, mm.
0: and from a design perspective, you would maybe do plain, plain, plain pattern, like pop of color. Yeah. Pop of color. You, you wouldn't generally yeah. do.
2: No, exactly. Which is why we've also gone on maximalism into
0: maximalism everywhere. Yeah, we you? Was yeah. Say, yeah. It's
2: why we've also started offering our prints as well, because prints have that pattern and are much cheaper to produce than cut velvet patterns. Because mm-hmm. um, we just it's just a general print on a base cloth. and if you've seen that, we do. We've collaborated with a um, textile designer called Amelia Graham.
0: So so we've
2: launched two ranges LinkedIn,
0: LinkedIn notes
2: LinkedIn, Amelia's stuff is really cool She obviously has our fabrics But she does scarves and things like that And she's really nice as well What's her name? Amelia Graham She's based in Brighton
0: A-M-A-E
2: A-M-E-L-I-A She is, so we collaborated with her We've collaborated on two products with her One was called Perception Which we launched annoyingly January 2020 So it had a really good initial reception And then COVID sort of just killed that vibe but it's still doing really well. It's been specced on some really cool jobs. And then we looked at the second one last year, which was on a recycled base cloth called Cascade. Um, the cool thing is now we can print any design on a recycled base cloth,
0: which mm. is really, really
2: cool. It gives good options for big projects. because It's about 100 metre minimums.
0: So if we wanted to design a fabric?
2: Design a fabric, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you do, print it for us. We can we print it toys. as long as you provide, it, well, we always say you've got to provide the artwork as designers. We don't do the artwork, we're not artists. Mm-hmm. And it's about 100 metre minimums. So it's not huge. So obviously, if you're just doing it for a back of a chair, it wouldn't be ideal. But if you wanted to do like a
0: A
1: hotel, a hotel Mm -hmm. curtains
2: or like in bedroom chairs Mm -hmm. at a hotel, that's plenty for it as an example.
1: So on the stuff that you, so on the printed patterns Mm. that you do, if you, I don't know whether people want to know about this, but I'm intrigued to know whether do you. So you said there was a um, a fabric called. It's called Inse- not inception. Perception. Perception Inception's a good inception. name though. I might suggest <laughs> I
2: might suggest that in our uh, next uh, creative meeting.
1: <laughs> Perception. So you come up with an um, so we've an got, idea, uh, yeah, and then do you pitch that to no, designers so she, or does she come to she you? She came.
2: With... So our design director, a guy called Ben Earing. Have
1: you met Ben Earing? is Ben, is your the,
2: cousin. No, no, no. Ben Lewis is my cousin. Ah. We've got another Ben well, um, that's who is the design director, oh. um, and his dad was a former sales director at Sunbury, but he's not a Lewis. But he's very—he's an, oh he's he's an honorary Lewis. He's probably he's probably the most important person in the business, to be fair. So he's the one that deals. <laughs> Don't with tell the, your all, dad No, then. no, my dad agrees. <laughs> he, he, uh, he deals with all the mills. He's the one that's got all the you know. If ever I've got an issue with the fabric, I'll call him. He's got the knowledge that you know no one else. Seems. He's worked at mills before as well, so he's got like en- encyclopedic knowledge. Of fabrics. Um, so he worked. He met. He found him and the media sort of connected on LinkedIn, and they met. And she was going. they going through some conceptions of designs, and that's how that got produced. Uh, okay. And then we spoke to our supplier who can do a base cloth in that, and then we print the design onto that base cloth. Okay. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Lots of people are doing it now. It's a good version of a good way of getting color, getting design without it being too costly to yeah. us or or the or the end user as well. Yeah. It's significantly cheaper than uh, cut velvet, for example. And much, we don't have to stock loads of it, and then you don't get left with loads of stock once it goes off off, out of trend, which is always a problem. Mm. But it's the risk everyone takes, I guess. Mm. So yeah, that's a pretty.
1: But interesting to know that from a design point of view, if there was a design, you know, if there was an interior designer working on a project Mm. that needed something that was um, completely bespoke, if they were in a position to either design it themselves or Mm -hmm. have someone. Like yeah. As a as an artist, do the yeah. design for them, and yeah, they yeah. can approach you guys at Sombris and, and yeah. say, you know, this is what we need. These are the quantities that we need. Is it something that yeah. you interested in? Yeah, 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 in, yeah, in yeah. The only yes,
2: sir, the only thing we don't do is the design ourselves because yeah. we're not designers. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, if they gave us the design, in know, in an image, in a high resolution image, there's no reason why we can't do it. Okay. Um, I
0: always think when you're doing, uh, because we do branding and interior design, Mm. I always think when you're doing branding, it's really, if you're doing branding for a hotel or for like a hospitality Mm. venue, it's always really cool to have a pattern. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, And as part of the branding, I always offer that because... Is having that pattern it makes it pop yeah. It, yeah it just it gives you brand consistency
1: and it elevates the brand mm, doesn't I it they, i mean it's definitely high end isn't it it's kind of the luxury end of the market to be able to integrate that branding somehow into not well, just from a color perspective I but if there's you can it can be really clever with it mm. though I don't, mean, be, I don't think
0: it needs to be expensive though because it doesn't have to be high end it just mm. needs it's a bit like costa costa I've got their I mean they've got their brand sorted mm. their interior, interior cost, fit-outs aren't that expensive but Costa but are just constantly got all the evolving. Right things in the right place and they're,
2: they're constantly changing how because we we you know we've been on Costa projects for like 10 15 years and sometimes we get more out of them than not and then other times we get loads out of them but they're constantly changing how they do things because they know they've got to evolve
0: mm.
2: as, as a brand yeah it's really interesting they're, they obviously they're, they're owned by coca cola now Oh, yeah. yeah, they got bought out. Is so the whole,
0: did the whole of Whitbread's get bought out? By no, God. no, they
2: just bought part of Costa. Part they bought Costa from Whitbread's, but ah. no, then still own like Premier Inn and things like that. Mm. But uh, yeah, they bought. I think they, I think Whitbreads bought them. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You can look it up online, listeners. Uh, so I think they bought it for like seventeen million or something, oh. and they sold it to Coke for like four bill, like, oh, something my gosh. like. But I they mean, did
0: so much though because they went in, into all the Costa. In the garages, yeah, and got yeah, those yeah. Costa yes, yeah. I thing.
2: mean, it's genius. It's yeah. a great idea, and it's so. It's a, I would say it's a bigger brand in the UK than Starbucks is mm, probably. Yeah. I mean, Starbucks is like the go-to brand in America, uh, but here, you know, you've got Costa, you've got Pret as well, which is obviously more of a city, a city-type coffee place. Mm. But um, your coffee here's massive, right? It's uh, we've got, we were talking about before. Yeah. There's so many. You've got Costa. I mean, the main two are like Costa, Pret. Then you've got. Then you've also got Costa, Pret, Starbucks. Then you've got like Nero, which is yeah, really nice Nero's as well. pretty big, Nero, isn't I like it? Nero, Nero's really good. Mm. Then you've got like Tim Halton's, which is getting bigger. Yeah. That's but that's that like that's it's not like not coffee though, is it? Yeah, it's coffee. It's it like is. the Starbucks of Canada almost. Oh Yeah, yeah. So we've got quite a bit of fabric in that as well, um, in the UK, but it's massive. So that's coming that's that's huge. And then we've got like you've got smaller ones, as we were saying, in the UK, yeah. but obviously massive in America yeah. and things like that. Um then you've got Dunkin' Donuts here, I think. You had that in America. Oh my god. We've got
0: yeah. crispy creams. Yeah. But they don't they're not drive through. They're not drive through. No, no, there is one. There
2: is, is one there? crispy cream. Yeah. Yeah. There's a one crispy Kreme drive through in Enfield. Not quite far for you. It's not far for me at all. It's about ten minutes <laughs> it's from my too house. too close. We've to, ah. not been in a while. I might <laughs> suggest it to her. Um yeah. No, it's about ten minutes from my house. But yeah, yeah, that's uh that's the next one. We'll we'll pitch it. We'll pitch it to Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts.
0: Dunkin' Donut. Yeah. Get him over here we've got a Wendy's opened in Colchester where we do are. you? Mm. Mm. apparently everyone, like, everyone keeps talking about it oh I took the kids to Wendy's and there was a massive
1: queue you, opened in the yeah and there was a massive uh, thing I think in the paper someone was telling me the other day about um, you know everyone's up in arms about the fact that it's all cashless
0: oh. rightly yeah. so people do you know what the banks are just rinsing us aren't they all the money is just going to the banks I'm not, I'm not even going to get on my I, don't really, ca- I don't really carry <laughs> cash though I do. Do you God, keep using it? It will go. It yeah, will go. No. I find it annoying. I no. prefer just going Yeah, sh- but every time you do a transaction, 2.5% yeah. of that transaction goes to the bank.
2: I know. But and then
0: and that that money is is reduced and then that person's going to pay someone else in something then two and then 2.5% of that. By the time you have yeah, had 10 transactions, all the money's gone to the bank. I know.
2: It's just convenient, though.
0: Yeah, no, mate.
1: No. It's control, though, as well. Don't forget, massive control. Mm. Don't guess on our safe box. They're oh, <laughs> no. we'll oh more this now. <laughs> yeah. Head down the conspiracy theory <laughs> Anarchy, let's Anarchy. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. The
2: Illuminati. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're right. talking about fabrics. So what, what? else can we? <laughs> we accept.
2: We accept our fabrics in cash, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we take cash.
2: We, we take, take whatever you well, want. People don't really buy us in cash, actually. Um,
0: so what else is what else can you educate us about fabrics? Oh, trends. So I was right? going to say something Go about on. trends. So in reply, so talk going back to trends. Mm. I think the sustainability has got a massive.
2: It's it, thing. it. Oh, it's like
0: and like green and natural fibres and I don't, I don't think that's going anywhere fast.
2: It's oh no, it's it's like got it's here, it's here to stay. You know we've got to. You know, the world is like everyone, you just have to look out the window. Well, not this summer, actually, but (laughs) generally, generally, you know, the world is burning, Mm. and um, we've got to. I suppose, you know, at the end of the day, it's not really up to you know, we can only do so much Mm. as people, but you know, when you're supplying, yeah, and I think there's a responsibility to start to supply things that has a sustainable element into it, absolutely. Um, The
1: difficulty at the moment, though, with all of that is the fact that it's all. People are. People have the choice.
2: Right, exactly. They have
1: the choice to either be.
2: I would say, I think most people are, do try and make some effort. Some effort. Mm. Some yeah. effort. I don't think there's very few people who are completely like, fuck it, I, I don't care, yeah. basically. Yeah. I, I think most people, you know, have a recycling bin at home, for example, mm. like mm. basics. And so then I, that's why I think it then translates into the working environment. Uh, a designer generally will like to look for recycled. Every, something that's a, got a sustainable story to it it's mm. also a nice story mm. to sort of s- when you're selling it in it, mm. it, it looks good and it sounds nice mm. um,
0: I think that the responsibility of designers is and I, I said this I think in the cradle to cradle one is designers have a responsibility designer, to mm, specify something mm, that absolutely. is I, and I make can, sure that they're offering I a sustainable agree. choice if, even right. if it's more expensive it you go to the client you say this is the sustainable option, mm. which I would prefer you to use, and this is one that's cheaper if you need to work, work on the budget. Yeah, if or if maybe if a if mixture of the two. Exactly.
2: Like, that's always maybe yeah. a good way to go. But, no, I agree. I mean, I noticed when we first launched the recycled products, we had a good reception, but there were some people like, whatever. But now, you know, we get asked, is it recycled? And I'm showing the fabric, and they're like, oh, it's recycled, really? That's great. It's good to know. And It's, it's just becoming such a thing now. It's yeah. so important.
0: But in terms of trend, yeah. the actual perception that it's recycled. Like yeah. that whole I think that kind of natural looking Yeah, absolutely. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that it is recycled. But Ho- hopefully it is, but Do you mean
2: in colours? Yeah. So like soft like greens and Yeah. You know, and greens things
0: like and, that. Um natural fibers yeah, 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 yeah things yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, are yeah, all yeah. really on trend at the moment. It's interesting.
2: Mm. Yeah. I agree actually. I mean that na- I mean the problem with natural fibres are so expensive, like wall wall is obviously very it, it is it's so natural it's a fortune yeah. you know we wouldn't be able to if we, if we launched a wall range we'd sell it in some elements we would sell it but not not in any great great quantities because it's so expensive we'd have to sell it at significantly more than what we sell any product for mm-hmm. even our most expensive products. and it's not really the market we work in the high end residential market I think has got yeah. natural natural products have got a huge future mm. like huge people especially if you're building if you're designing a house in like Chelsea or even somewhere near, like in sort of the richer parts of the home counties, you know, that's where natural fibres have a huge part mm-hmm. to play, you know.
1: Again, it's cost, isn't it? It's, it's piece, cost, budget, but I suppose if you've people's... got a, a
2: five, ten million pound house, yeah. you can definitely afford to pay an extra 20 quid a metre yeah. on your sofa, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So when I sell my fabric, I'll, you know, I'm designing my uh, multi-million-pound home, and I got you girls designing it. You know, ah, <laughs> like, oh,
0: good man. We'll do it. Yeah, 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 yeah The yeah, other yeah. thing about trends is, which which we touched on when we were talking about colour, the fact that and, and Cheryl, you, you sort of said I don't like it when it's a trend. Actually, when you're designing, you shouldn't really be looking at a trend. You should be looking at what are you trying to achieve. Mm. If if you if, if what you're trying to do is attract all the people who who liked to be trendy. Is that a word? Am yeah, I right
1: yeah, old
2: saying trendy? Yeah. On trend. On trend. On trend. <laughs> on trend. My grandma
1: used to say that. When
0: you're trendy. Trendy. We're going up north now, have we? <laughs> but, but in terms of, you've got to look at the, the market that you're designing for, or the person mm-hmm. that you're designing for, and tap that, tap into that, not into the trend. Is that is that where you were going with that earlier? Because mm. you don't, you don't. But like, do you? Do you, no, you when I, you're
2: designing, do you follow like color of the year? You know the content no, of their no, color. No, no, like,
1: like, like, like honestly, a massive, right, yeah. massive anarchist over here. I'm. It's, it it down. it's awful. It's not it's no, what, awful. It's not. No. What I find interesting. What I you. find
2: interesting is, it, it, look, we. I mean, we don't get affected by the color of the year too much because hospitality doesn't isn't as influenced as other markets are, but it is funny that it's decided by a group of people yeah. what the colour of the year is. Yeah. like. But why? Why is it but the colour we of the year? But we were talking
1: about this when we were discussing psychology of colour, and we were, you know, when we've had discussions about it, after um, we spoke to Karen, and, you know, what came out of that conversation was that actually, like, colour of the year, yeah, whilst it's great, it's, it, that's not, that's not what it should be about. And I think that's probably why I try and if there's a tre- if there's something on trend and it's very much on trend, I'm very conscious as a designer that that trend has got to me at a point.
2: And it's got shelf life. And
1: it's got a shelf life. Absolutely. So actually, if the client comes to me and says, "I've got a, 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 a vision in mind of, of what I want to try and create, and I really love, for example, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of Oof. antlers. No, I'm just <laughs> thinking about something that would be really I'm on trend at your <laughs> necklace. <laughs> <laughs> um, boot clay for example mm-hmm. so if they were like oh i love the boot clay and you know i kind of want to center it around that or those kind of textures i'd be thinking well boot clay is very on trend now but that's you know
2: the only thing about boot clay is it's plain right yeah so it's got more of a shelf life than a particular type of pattern yeah. has like like a hound's tooth, yeah dog's tooth i should say or or like a polka dot or something like yeah. that or herringbone which has a well, herringbone has been going for quite a while but
0: but why did, can I just ask? Go on. Sorry to change the subject. You can hounds, change much. Hounds su- tooth, dog tooth. Yeah. What, what's it, why?
2: Well, I don't know why. why I mean, again, it, are they call it
0: dog tooth, hounds tooth, was it first hounds or first? Dog Ooh, tooth? I don't know. A bit of research it's, it's here, so you down. get
2: you get all sorts of knowledge. Sorry, sorry, they, are they are say seeing you learn something new every day.
0: You then?
1: No, it's fine. Hounds tooth, hounds tooth. Dog
2: two, house to design? I've
1: got no, I can't.
2: Yeah, what came first, right?
1: <laughs> we'll have to come back to that. We'll one. put that in the notes, people. <laughs> I think though, from a trend point of view, for me anyway, as a designer, I try and I'm constantly trying to push the boundaries, and I'm try- constantly trying to think outside the box. And you know, maybe I'm playing kind of no, devil's no. advocate a little bit. So if someone comes to me and says, "This is what I'm want as to try," a and, uh, yeah, yeah, as a vision, I won't just. I won't just do as I'm told. I'm not gonna just take their vision and say, Okay, well that's what I'm gonna design. I'll be like, Well actually have you thought about like there's so much more to it than that. Have you thought about the context of the building, the context of your brand, mm. the context of your location, of everything. Psychology It's, it's of all it's, of it. It's
2: interesting when you say think outside the box because we tried to but we can't take we as I, I, I we can't be too different as fabric suppliers because if you launch something that is very marmitey, mm. you're, you know, you let you can be left with quite a lot of stock that but people it, hate. But it can also, but it can also be, get a huge, yeah. and that is that gamble. But yeah. it's that gamble you take. Mm, yeah. So it's in, it is interesting that yeah, I know you, you hear from designers. We want you know fabric suppliers. We want you guys to do something different. We want. And we're like, yeah, I know, but there's a reason we don't all do loads of different stuff because. We've, and we've all tried it in the past and we've had stuff that's worked and hasn't worked same as a lot of our competitors but the stuff that hasn't worked is like it's really shit because you're left with
0: it's expensive yeah. very it's expensive, expensive
2: very expensive mistakes so you can't you know and the safer bet is always planes and textured planes it's always going to be and that's always what our volume will be Yeah. but I get from you guys it's pretty boring
1: no, yeah. there's a t- there's a place for it without a
0: shadow 100%. of a doubt. It's yeah. always the base of my design yeah. is I always go to your books. Start first.
2: with your planes and then work your way out. Yeah. 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 Sensible.
0: Should we have a little break? Let's have a little break. See you in a minute.
1: I'm going to get a reputation on this podcast of being the An one of literally the one that's like no <laughs> no wait till we get onto your
2: conspiracy theory
1: <laughs> flat earth, flat earth yeah yeah no yeah, it's mean, yeah. definitely not round <laughs>
2: <laughs> no it's all made up from the sky
1: I think um, I think that's why I asked you to help me oh, God because you just it's just well, like just that
2: challenge polarising opinions Constantly. I like that it's I like important. that I like that it's important like that. it's
1: not it's really fucking see, important. see I'm the opposite to you
0: if someone said to me I need boot clay it's going in yeah, somewhere yeah. that's good that I, I I, but
2: I, I think there's a place for both of that yeah. I, I genuinely do I think there's a place for the you know <laughs> the tradition And then there's like... I'm
1: looking at it and being like that's why haley has got loads of work on <laughs> I'm like right I've got these two projects that I'm working on at the moment no. No.
0: not at
2: all there's not a place for both I agree I agree completely. I
1: wouldn't want to do. I wouldn't want ch- like, to change. So I'd
2: imagine... But well, please a, don't change. I was about to say, if you're, in a, you're a creative person, you can't really make something you're not passionate about, no. i imagine. Whereas, I mean, I can sell, I guess, if a product I don't like a product I don't like, or I don't think will do well. I still sell it in the same way I'd sell a really good product, I guess. But oh, if you're creative... Like like, but you're, you're creative, it's different. I mean, there is... Obviously, if I really like a product and I think it's going to do really well, I guess I, it comes across that I really like it. A lot more than if I didn't like it. But I like all of our products. <laughs>
0: um, I used yeah. to sell shirts when, mm. I was sc- when I was at college. I used to work in Bacchus Menswear. I used to absolutely love it. Went to Colchester? Yeah. Still there? Yeah, I yeah, know. <laughs> that really
1: was like 20 years, years ago. No, That's it was
0: 25 insane. years ago. Oh my God, I'm so old. Um,
2: what was it was it like a high end store it or? was like
0: it's like an high, independent men's and it was
2: yeah. it? it's still there it's yeah. quite rare actually that these like, independent yeah. shops yeah. are still there cool. and we
0: used to, and, and they taught me how to sell mm. and it it was brilliant because I used to like get men dressed <laughs> and I used to be like your dream right oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not team. sure about that <laughs> I think
1: it's yeah. the way <laughs> yeah but she sees the
2: get undressed <laughs> and then dresses <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, but,
0: but I, all of the shirts in the shop. My point was
2: <laughs> that you got to see the men undressed and dress them back up. Oh
0: yeah, I know right. Um, <laughs> would you like me to help you?
2: With that? You got you got a problem taking that shirt off? Me? I'll to your cufflinks for you. you. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all the all the shirts in the shop that I liked would sell out like ridiculously Cause quickly because yeah. yeah. I'd be like, look at this one, it's amazing, mm-hmm. and um, yeah and then all the ones I didn't like never used to sell, so they used to get me involved. I was the, their best Saturday well, yeah. girl. Maybe you come work for Still us. today, I go in there and they go, yeah, this is Hayley. She oh, was our best ever Saturday girl. Amazing. Maybe you
2: can come and take my job. Sell better <laughs> I than like me. my job. Yeah, I like my job. It's a good industry to work in, isn't it?
0: Oh, yes. We were going to talk segway. about the industry, weren't we? Segway. not that's
2: segue. It's a good Segway. Because you, you worked in it for a long time, haven't you? Mm. But it's a very sociable industry. There's lots of networking events good fun and the, the type of selling you do isn't hard selling mm. which is because i did recruitment before this which oh was yeah on the phone mm. and blah, 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 blah. that was good
0: training for you
2: very good training very very good training but it was not f- as not fun it's not enjoyable in the way that they, this is a fun it's social industry you've got all your networking events you can meet people and
0: bcfa
2: event BC, it's actually not called the bcfa anymore oh, no it's, it's, not. Not. it's called the ciuk com- commercial interiors uk yeah they can't decided, my head that yeah thing. they decided to rebrand um, I guess con- British Contract Furniture association sounds a bit stuffy. So Commercial Interiors UK is a little bit modern. Yeah. And it involves, like, the commercial it, as is it, is it is what it is. It is what it is, and yeah. it does sound a bit more modern. And it's got a cool, like, branding logo and things like that. So that's what I've done for it. But, yeah, we have um, the industry luncheon. We have the barbecue, which is fun. Lots of drinking, which I like, <laughs> at these events. It's really good fun. Yeah, it's good. It's um, You always meet different people as well. Um, and we have yeah it's a creative industry so it's not it's not stuffy mm. which is always uh, always a problem I think. if you, uh, I love I'd hate to work in like a corporate world or something I love like getting that. In,
0: yeah oh. I love getting into the room with all the designers and like the, 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 Gossiping. BC, the BCFA, Yeah. C-I-U-K um, events yeah, yeah, are yeah. awesome because there's everyone, there's so many designers, yeah. and everyone's so flamboyant. And everyone's it's kind great. of like,
2: and then from a networking, like from our point so a networking, networking perspective, yeah. it's great because you get you drink and you talk to people, it's so casual, it's a good way of talking to people in like a non work environment. I mm. think that's quite important. Yeah, when you're so I don't know if you got, when you have people selling to you, you don't want people being too strong coming on too strong with the selling, do you? No,
0: no, no I've got someone ringing me every. Couple of weeks at the moment, and you're just oh, like, oh, annoying. Just annoying.
1: I don't think that people still do. Well, like behave like that from a sales point of view. That it's, you know, it's, it's all kind of about relationships. A lot, hasn't no, it? like, it's, a lot. it's about like you have
2: to be, you have, you do have to be persistent because as a salesperson you can't not be persistent there's a line there's a line between being persistent and annoying and, annoying. Yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's really hard not to it's really hard not to cross it because you don't want to people to forget you so there are there are a couple of designers i work with who don't mind that i call them all the time because they know they're like yeah i'm useless just keep calling me and i'll answer eventually and we'll meet yeah which is fine so i'll keep doing that but then there's others where you know mm, you can't call too much. Yeah. Like, you can't just drive them mad and that's fine. And it isn't that, you're right, it's not that type of industry where it's like, it's you know, double sale, glazing or anything yeah. like that. Interesting, working in the States, they love, they love British salespeople because we are much more, like, Americans are so like, hey man, that's you know, oh, it's, it's too, all so much. over the top yeah. whereas we, like, talk to them. Yeah. Like, Educate
0: them. We'll mm-hmm. just talk, and
2: to talk to them, like people, we have yeah. conversations with them and it's much more relaxed whereas these, yeah,
0: people buy from people don't they they do that's
2: what, that's what I was taught in recruitment I had a, this boss who was very David Brent-esque
0: oh. but
2: he did that was actually one of the first things he said to me people buy from people and it is very true because like we sell fabric which is lovely but we've got there's like six of our competitors who sell basically the same fabric buy it from the same people we do and it's about how the relationships you build Definitely. to sell to, mm. to sell that
0: and I think as a designer you have to be if, especially if you're freelance you have to be a salesperson
2: I think everyone has to sell in their job. Because
0: you have to get the work and then you have to sell your design. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you, like, you and I, Cheryl, both had sales jobs, haven't we? And, and I think that's done no, so But even if so you work in like well. a
2: big, 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 one of the big, global design practice you do have to be selling you do have to sell your yeah. sell your designs to your bosses or the bosses then have to sell it to mm. the corporation if you're not so confident you've got to be confident uh, in what you're making yeah definitely
0: and you don't present it properly yeah. then not, and you don't sell it properly then you don't no, no one's going to believe completely. you if you don't believe yourself yeah
2: no I, I agree you have to you know sell, sell yourself mm. and then the product will follow unless the product is not very good then you're a bit fucked it's always good. Our product's always good. So it's
0: fine. You like our product, <laughs> right? Love your product. I've yeah. been working with you for a long time. Long time. Long 20, time. too many years. 22 years. 22 years. Oh my God, years. I'm so old. Do you know how old I was then? <gasps> Don't go old. down that road. Go on, go on, tell me. 10. Fuck
2: off. I'm, th- <laughs> I'm 32. Yeah. Mm. So when I started, started in 2016. Oh my God, so that was seven years ago. Yeah, I was 25 Fresh.
1: Yeah. fresh fresh, as daisy. Slightly more hair. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeded
2: a bit now. <laughs> all that driving.
0: Well, thank you very, very much, Thank James. you for having me. I really coming enjoyed that. educating us.
2: That's all right. What are you guys up to the weekend?
0: I'm know. getting ready to go on holiday Buzzy. next week. Oh, you're away next week,
1: aren't you? Mm. I am at a music festival. If it doesn't, chuck it down with rain. Tomorrow's too to. Yeah, I think I will do that on Sunday. Sunday's meant to be nice. Yeah, yeah. so do that on Sunday. Get your wellies out yeah what are
2: you doing uh, I'm going to my friends tomorrow night and I'm um, meeting my mate's new baby and then I'm playing golf and then I'm out with my wife on Sunday
1: oh, nice cool.
0: busy yeah. weekend busy, busy uh,
2: relaxing nice though yeah. yeah. busy nice yeah
0: we're going to sign off now yeah. thank I hope you thanks for having me on thank you're you you're very welcome
2: really enjoyed it ciao
0: ciao
1: fun with James yeah so good to see him so good to see him and lots of interesting information in there I thought
0: yeah I think we put the world to rights a little bit
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if we talked about fabric the whole
0: time but then we didn't talk about cradle to cradle with Lewis last time the whole time I (laughs) mean no exactly exactly in terms of upholstery fabrics do you have any like any tips for designers or any favourites do you have any favourites of upholstery fabrics that you like to use?
1: Obviously, Sunbury fabric, mm. Sunbury design. Even I think it really, as we touched on in the, um, you know, in the discussions that we just had with James, I think it's it's really important that what you're selecting is specific to the project that you're working on. So, whilst you know, I would naturally gravitate towards natural fibers natural textures natural like neutral colors or like really muted tones just because that's what I feel quite comfortable with um from a design point of view but it depends on the project doesn't it you know it completely depends on the project and but I think
0: it's really important one of the things that I really wanted to get across was it's really important to make sure that it's suitable like, in terms of Martindale, rub tests, make sure that you've got the right fire retardancy. Mm. Um, and in terms of, you know, if you're designing a restaurant or a pub or you're, you're doing something commercial, yeah, it's got to be Crib 5. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not complying.
1: Yeah. Um, I think also, though, <clears throat> excuse me, I think also, you know, whilst obviously James was, was talking about very much the kind of commercial side of things and the commercial side of the business and the requirements from a commercial point of view, there is no reason why you can't replicate that in in a residential um, project that you're working on. But it's important to have those to think about those considerations because you know when you're if you're if you're doing a residential project, um, you know, and you've you're 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 doing a new build or you're refit you're refurbing or you're you're extending and you're putting product in there that you know you want it to last, don't you? You don't want to be well, hopefully, you don't want to be in a situation where you've, you know, you you paid a lot of money for a sofa, and then the sofa is, you know, three years down the line, it needs it needs changing. So, I think it's important from both commercial and residential uh, point of view that, that that kind of stuff's considered really. But um, I think th- I suppose I'm thinking if you had a
0: like a bit of thick seating mm-hmm. in a kitchen where mm. they had seven kids in the house. Mm. Like you would put a commercial fabric in there, wouldn't you? You'd put like a oh, yeah. really and actually faux leather or
1: something. It's in. funny because I did um, God, a few years back for a friend of mine did, helped her out with her kitchen layout. And we did a bench seat, a curved bench seat on the end of the Island with a round table in it. And I, in fact, we specified one of Sunbury's fabrics Um, Alan did it for us um and he yeah we specified a sunbury fabric for that reason and also i think it had the um oh god i've completely forgotten what it was called not scotch guard mm-hmm. and it was aqua, it had got the aqua clean treatment in it um and and it and i spe- i said to her you know we need to look at that because it's right at the end of the island you're you know you're using it day in day out you don't want to be you know having to deal with um stains and stuff on it so yeah yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I've known, I've known James and his family for a long time, mm. and they're they're really lovely people, and they're just easy to work with. Mm. That's why. I, that's why. Yeah, I did definitely. Podcast because he's just really cool.
1: I think that makes a massive difference, doesn't it? When you're you know dealing with a company that you know very well, and you know that they um know they, they do they say what they oh my god they do what they say they do, <laughs> um and they're just easy to work with. That's that's kind of all we want, isn't it? From a design, you know, as a designer, is just to yeah, if you get if you work with good work fabric, with good people, samples from them they do it quick yeah. and they just move yeah. and they keep a load of stock. Yeah, and their range is huge, mm. isn't it? I yeah. mean, it's absolutely huge. And most, of,
0: I think, one of the things I love about them is that I can trust that all of it is commercial. Yeah. So if I need to go, if I'm doing a commercial project, yeah. I need it to be tough. Yeah, I know that I don't even need to think about it. When yeah, I'm I agree. I agree. Fabrics, yeah. Um, because I know that they're all crib five and they're all really tough. Yeah. So whereas a lot of fabric companies do both, don't they? They yeah. do
1: commercial and resi. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes your job a little bit harder to kind of filter out the stuff and make sure what you're specifying is, you know, is suitable for the project you're working yeah. on. But yeah, that no, was cool. It was really good to catch up with him.
0: Yeah, If you like this episode, please like, share, and leave us a review. We're on Facebook and Instagram,
1: interiordesign.podcast. We really do value your feedback. So if you guys have any ideas on what you'd like to hear us talk about or anyone that you'd like us to interview, then please do get in touch and we'll see what we can do.